You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years... People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, make knowledge your superpower for managing type 1 diabetes. Visit dexcom.com. You're tuned into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March 5th. 2021. That's an important date for some reason. Is it? Somebody's birthday. Oh. Anybody you know? Their name's in the logo. Yo. Happy. Into? Yeah, it's into tomorrow's birthday. No. (laughs) It's your birthday. So you're so old, you don't remember it's your own birthday? That's true. I don't. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you so much. You know, all I wanted for my birthday, which, yeah, is March 5th. No, that would be today's date. Well, or unless you're listening on Saturday or Sunday. But you get the idea. We always use the Friday dates. All I wanted for my birthday was my voice back. Well, you got part of it. I did get part of it. I, rumor has it I sound better than I did last week and a lot better than the week before. And thanks to my uh, ENT, Dr. Goldberg, um, I abuse my voice. because, Or no, I shouldn't abuse my voice. But being a voice professional, I use my voice more than most people. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Too, you know, too many interviews, too many shows. Maybe I should retire. Um, no. No. No, especially because Dr. Goldberg is now a podcast subscriber. So I hope he tells me if he's hearing this. Thanks, Doc, for scoping me once again through the nose, down the throat. Don't swallow. That's like saying don't breathe. But, uh, but okay. And it's getting better. He says I'm a lot less inflamed. And I said, yeah, but what about my vocal cords? <laughs> but I'm <laughs> Uh, but we're making progress. Hopefully you'll have the rest of your voice back before your next birthday. Oh, geez. <laughs> a year from now, if it's still like this, I am going to just, you know, I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to go away with terminal laryngitis. There you go. That's not a good thing either. <laughs> but we've got to do what we've got to do for the next three hours here on the program. If your local affiliate radio station doesn't carry all three hours, shame on them. No, we understand. There are programming concerns. But still, call them and bug them anyway. Say, where's the third hour? You can subscribe for free to our podcast from wherever you get your podcasts, or at the very least, right there at intotomorrow.com. We've got a whole little thing. If you're on a computer, it's on the right side. If you're on your phone, just scroll down a little bit more. But you have all kind of options. 
for Android devices, for Apple devices, for computers, for notebooks, for, do we call them notebooks anymore? See, I don't know. My age again, coming out on my birthday weekend. Uh, but whatever, you got to get our podcast. Yeah. You don't miss a minute. Or whatever software you use or app you use to stream your podcast, look, search for, sir. I, I use uh, Amazon Music and I search for the podcast right ah, there and I get good. it. good. Oh, and my, my throat doctor uh, uses Apple Podcasts, found us right there on his phone. There you go. I guess he's an iPhone-y. Uh, but but he was able to get our podcast and and enjoy and listen and of course our podcast now hosted by Blueberry. I still want to call him Blueberry because it's Blueberry with no E's because I'm told the E's were expensive. Oh, I see. <laughs> I think that's a great line. So you remember it though. You remember Blueberry with no E's. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be a guest on one of their podcasts hosted by uh, Mike Dell. I always forget to ask, but I don't think any relation. No, um, it's a different Mike Dell. Exactly. So look for that uh, like half hour or so show that we did with even less voice because this was two days ago. Anyway, we got some tech news and commentary, I think. And then we're going to get back to folks' calls where we can hopefully solve some digital dilemmas for them. We do. Amazon recently changed the logo on its smartphone app. Now, for years, we're used to seeing that little blue shopping cart with the Amazon logo above it. Yeah. Uh, now their icon resembles their shipping boxes with that trademark Amazon smile and a piece of blue packing tape in the top center. Oh, boy. Well, it seems after the initial change, even Amazon wasn't safe from cancel culture. Oh, um, God. After... Wait a minute. The company owned by Jeff Bozos... Uh, isn't safe from cancel culture either? Yeah, well, critics said that the incarnation was a dead ringer for Adolf Hitler. What? <laughs> the little piece of tape at the top of the box? Yeah, apparently people were saying that the tape with the jagged cut edge above the smile looked an awful lot like Hitler's trademark toothbrush mustache. OMG. So uh, one person said on Twitter, it's not just a ripped Scotch tape. It's a ripped Scotch tape that has a similar shape and is right on top of a smiling mouth. Looks like a happy little cardboard Adolf to me. Oh, my God. Uh, so Amazon then very quietly updated their uh, update. And now it's a little straight edged piece of tape with a little curl at the corner. Police people. <laughs> enough. Enough already. Poor Dr. Seuss wasn't bad enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. But now I can't get used to it on my phone because I'm used to seeing that one Amazon logo. This is the first time they've updated their logo in five years. So for the last mm -hmm. five years, I'm used to looking at that one icon. And it's, no, so it's did you it. notice the change? And then did you notice the change of the change? Yeah. And who cares? I and I first noticed the first change because I was trying to go to the Amazon app on my phone. And I couldn't find it. Because the it, logo was different. It looked very different. <laughs> yes. Uh, I hate when any company does that. Of course, we did it a while back with our with our Into Tomorrow app update too. Well, we, just hate to, when, we hate it when anybody else does it. Yeah, we hate, exactly. But our but ours didn't look like a Hitler mustache no. either. But come on, neither did that. I mean, they're just, people are just pulling strings everywhere they can to complain and whine and be Karens. Uh -huh. Apologies to the real Karens out there listening. <laughs> you don't deserve that nonsense. If I were you, I'd change your name. My name? No, Karen's. Oh, oh Karen's, right, exactly. <laughs> Americans are back on the road again in big numbers as states continue reopening efforts. A plethora of data shows Americans are, in fact, traveling in vast numbers, approaching levels not seen in nearly a year. Dennis Frawley, the VP of Global Customer Success at Cambridge Mobile Telematics, says we're now knocking on the door of 90% of where we were pre-COVID in terms of the number of drivers that are driving on any given day. 
So I can remember not that many months ago when you'd go out occasionally, mostly in my case for a doctor's appointment or something, and the roads were mostly empty. It was like, this is nice. It's the first time in, you know, 40-something years I've loved driving in South Florida. Yeah. Well, now we're getting back up there, 90% of where we were pre-COVID with folks back on the road. Again, not being afraid. Okay, wear a mask if you choose to do so. Safe distancing, social distancing is good. Being antisocial like Chris is fine. I was made for a pandemic. You were. You were. It just fit fine yeah. for you. Well, plus, didn't we just pass the uh, the one-year anniversary of the two weeks to flatten the curve? Yeah. <laughs> Are we still waiting for those two weeks I, I a year so. ago? Yeah. Has it been two weeks yet? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ever wanted to be inside of an Apple store but also inside of Target? No, yeah. that's right. I did hear that Target's going to have some yeah. Apple stores for you iPhoneies. Yeah, so if, if so, your wish has been granted. Target <laughs> announced that it's launching, quote, an enhanced Apple shopping experience in certain retail locations. The experience will bring Apple products and accessories into one space, which will have its dedicated Target tech consultants, who will now receive special training from Apple. The dedicated Apple space will have new lighting fixtures and displays for the iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and other Apple products and accessories. Mm -hmm. Online, Target's website and mobile app will also include a dedicated Apple experience. But, of course, Apple doesn't let anyone discount their prices. Right. Because that would be, you know, competition and good business practice. Oh, and... Good customer service, but nope, they won't let. Them. Well, but luckily, you get places like Target that have been smart in the past because I, you know, years ago I bought my son an iPad for Christmas, and, and we a, bought we bought it at Target, Target with card. a fifty dollars gift card. So <laughs> that was the only way they could give us a kind of a discount, but it yeah, worked. It worked, and then you were able to spend it more so on other stuff in Target. Yeah, uh, they're not stupid people, anyway. And of course, uh, Apple reopened the stores in Texas this past week with the governor there opening all businesses 100 uh, percent, marking the first time since the first pandemic-related closures that all 270 U.S. Apple stores were open to some degree. Some stores are still not allowing customers inside, as you mentioned, and instead are using the Apple Store Express format, and others are requiring shoppers to make appointments, but they're all open. So we'll see how that all works out. Good luck. Don in Middletown, Delaware, listens on Delaware's News Radio, WDEL. Hello, Don. I was looking into purchasing a laptop, and I wanted to get as much memory as possible. Looking at the one terabyte HHD, which I um, believe it's a mechanical hard drive. And then out comes these devices, laptops with, say, 256 SSD. And I asked the clerk what the difference was, and she said the SSD is a solid-state device, and the HD is a mechanical hard drive. Okay, my question is, how does the, uh, the uh, mechanical hard drives equate to a memory quantity as the SSD cards? Well, first, we actually have to kind of clear up a very common confusion is that, you know, memory generally refers to the amount of RAM versus yeah. storage. Random access memory. Right. Yeah. So you're saying memory, but what we can tell by your question, because you're talking about the hard drives, that you're talking about actual storage space versus actual memory. Yeah. And in this case, Don, the storage capacity is what the number says on both SSDs and HDDs or hard disk drives. In this case, the one terabyte hard disk drive will be able to store roughly four times the data that the 256 gigabyte solid state drive can hold. You'll find that traditional hard disk drives are cheaper than solid state drives. 
even though they're getting a lot less expensive, the SSDs, but of similar capacity. But there is a good reason for that. Yeah, SSDs are much faster, particularly their read speed is faster. The difference is enough to be easily noticeable by regular users. So if you swap out a hard drive for a solid-state drive, it often feels like you upgraded the RAM, so your computer feels much faster. Now, if what you're looking for is just the most storage you can get for your money, a hard disk drive is the way to go. But since you're purchasing a new laptop, you may want to have a look at computers equipped with SSD, too, because of how much better the performance is. Yeah, and we've got a little bit more for you on our show page. Look for the show for the weekend of March 5th, my birthday, at intotomorrow.com, and you'll find more info and all our posts. This is the sound of managing your type 1 diabetes using finger sticks. Ow! This is the sound of managing your diabetes with the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Learn more at Dexcom.com. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings. Twenty-six years bringing you into tomorrow. Welcome back. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you even more for calling in, for participating on the program, because you make the program. You make the show. We love hearing from you anytime, by the way, 24-7, and we'll get you on the very next week's broadcast with any questions, comments, concerns, whatever the case. Maybe you just want to share with us what your favorite app is these days and why. That's okay, too, and that gets you on the program, makes for good content, maybe helping many other people as well. And how do you participate, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked. The best way, of course, is using the free Into Tomorrow app. We invite you to download that in your favorite app store. Search those two words, Into Tomorrow, and snag the app. And then use it. There's a button on there that says, message the studio. And you sound like you're right here, probably with a much better voice lately than I have, sounding like you're in the studio with us. And we'd love to have you do that. Or the old-fashioned way still works, and that is calling toll-free our 800 number anywhere from North America, anytime at your convenience, 800-899-4686. That's 800 800- 899-INTO, anytime. Our next guest is with a tech company built on the mission of revolutionizing wireless audio products. The founder and CEO of a company called Audality is Paul Rayleigh. Paul, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Thank you, Dave. Doing very well. It's good to see you uh, are back in shape. Oh, well, th- well, getting there. And thank you. I appreciate that. Where are you joining us from today? I'm joining you from the suburbs of Atlanta, Georgia. Ah, very cool. And no doubt uh, at your facility where I'm seeing a whole lot of of your Audality speakers behind you. And, of course, everyone listening on the radio, don't be looking at the radio, especially if you're driving. But whenever you have a chance, visit intotomorrow.com. Check out the video of Paul, our interview. You get to see him and the products we're about to talk about. First of all, tell me, Paul, a little bit about Audality, why that name. And I'm going to guess the first part audio for speakers yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely and of course uh, uh i've had to go through quite the uh 
uh, learning process with my team in the marketing world. You know, can't just develop something crazy. You have to purvey what you're doing. And Audality yeah. does that very well. Audio, the first part, absolutely correct. Coupled with quality, the number one thing that drives us to develop this technology. Oh, terrific. And, of course, being in radio predominantly in spite of these videos and that sort of thing, audio is so important to all of us. And it's nice to speak with another audio professional who gets it as well. So what had you create the company to begin with? Was it a a typical scenario of of a need for better quality speakers yourself? Uh, Well, we can can cook it down to... uh, a small segment. Basically, I was approached by a guitar manufacturer uh-huh. who, who knew that I have an engineering company in Atlanta that I've had for many, many, many years. We've developed all kinds of products for space, space communications, industrial, wireless, all of that. And the guitar maker said, is there not a way to improve the quality of audio delivery from their fine, this particular manufacturer made six seven thousand dollar acoustic guitars and he didn't find the wireless guitar systems that were out there were up to the quality of the instruments he was building ah well now that sounds even more interesting that because of that kind of need you found the need to create the company and i think it's fascinating that you're working with musicians to make the product even better which makes perfect sense yeah it seemed like it was a good uh as we brought the team together, and, and we've done uh, uh, product development many, many spaces as we talk, and we, we work with entrepreneurs, have for 30 years here, and uh, we always tell them, somebody brings you a need, research the market. Is the need real? Yeah, okay? good point. And then what is the compelling reason for you to enter the market? Okay? Yeah. So basically with that first uh, presentation of the guitar maker, we said, wow, we, we were kind of filling all of those bills. And then we said the larger market, of course, is the com- consumer market for a technology that can deliver audio at that high level. And uh, we said, but, you know, if we start with the people who are writing the music, producing the music, and delivering the music to the people, we make them happy I'm pretty sure the consumer is going to be happy. Oh, that's a very good approach. And, and you know, we talk regularly about uh, how people who love their music typically don't listen to MP3s or satellite radio that's so compressed or things like that. People who really want to hear the music the way it's supposed to be, like a musician, especially creating their own work, want quality. And they want to hear it the way they created it and it stands to reason so i'm guessing with the amount of speakers i see behind you that you have quite the range of goodies available absolutely so you know we brought out the uh a little show and tell so we brought out the wireless system for the guitar and Ah. our focus and by the way as we developed the technology we stayed focused on the fact that everything is going to mobile Everything is mobile. Everything is about mobility today. So it's not just good enough to develop a way to deliver the audio. It's got to satisfy the ever-increasing demand of mobility. Of course, for a guy guy or a girl on stage, and we have some very interesting women musicians too, I might add, playing this, the mobility was there. And the quality, uh, I have had this asked. They said, well, I, I don't quite understand the point that the guitar players are, are driving your quality. And I said, 
then you don't know any professional musicians. Yes, <laughs> especially those that like to move around on stage and they don't right. want to be tethered with a wire, you know, with a cable to go back to the amplifier or the mixing board, whatever the case. They want to move, they dance, they, they feel their music. So that's awesome that you're doing. Now what are you holding up? Something looks interesting. Well, this interesting. is the little transmitter that that the musician will wear on his guitar strap. or his. Inst- By the way, we have people playing these in bass, guitar, uh, mandolin, accordion, oh. uh, and believe it or not, harp. Really? Not so not so mobile, but interesting that you can also well, attach it to a harp. And yes, there's there's quite a celebrity group out there using our stuff. For that. Anyway, so small, mobile, light. Okay, but again, these people are building, the, the instrument makers came to us. Yeah. So they're getting a premium for what they're doing, and they cannot have... The tone lost. If you, if I, the difference between purchasing a six thousand dollar acoustic guitar and a two hundred dollar acoustic guitar boils down to two things: the ease of play, which people who are listening don't really care how easy it is for you to play. Yeah. But the second most important thing is delivering every bit of the sound. An acoustic guitar will sound exactly like an electric guitar if it's compressed. Okay. Ah, wow, the plot thickens. I mean, you're doing some unique things. We're talking with Paul Rayleigh, the founder and CEO of Audality. Visit audality.com. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more with Paul and learn more about audio and great speakers here on Into Tomorrow. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call As we come back into tomorrow, we hope that you'll swing by intotomorrow.com and check out the video of all of our guests, including this one. We're talking with the founder and CEO of Audality, Paul Rayleigh. Bring us to the speakers themselves and how yes. how that has become uh, just as important in order for so, people to hear yes. what and they're so producing. Once we had our musicians, and by the way, we have more than 150 ambassadors traveling the world and groups that are playing our instruments and you'll be hearing more about some very top tier players that are performing with our stuff once we had them happy that we were indeed delivering every bit of the tone every bit of the sound and by the way developing the technology for somebody to use this live in a performance meant that you know we also tackled the problem with latency 
Okay, so it's delivered quickly. Okay, so then we said, let's start it into a line of speakers. So first thing I'm going to show you here, and it's a little difficult to see in the in the video, possibly, but this is a nice, uh, uh, high quality bag that come with our first two in our line of speakers for back to the mobility thing. Highly mobile. You can take these anywhere you wish. This is an S1. Okay. Take it to the park. Take it to the beach. I'm going to show you. Then zip down the front. Leave it in its protective case. Come around to the back. Get to the controls. And then there you go. Okay. Oh, so very bag, cool. So now the speaker can stay this, in the not. bag. It's amazing that, that we got so much buzz over the bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, very cool. And but this, I'm going to take the S1 out because this is a good example for me to talk to all the line about how they're made. Okay, okay? good. So basically, first thing we we did, once we said, it's interesting, once you solve the basic problem of delivering the audio quality, then there's a, a whole raft of second tier things that you have to attack. And that is, what does the market want to see? What does look and feel? What looks good in today's home? You know, uh you know, so we call it passing the spouse test. <laughs> Very good. Will this be allowed in my home? Okay. Yeah. And uh, so we have quite a, a good industrial design team. And we, so we settled on utilizing bamboo for all our speakers for the first group that are home-based speakers. Nice. This is the S1, okay. And it has two four-inch drivers, and you can see it's a ported enclosure. You have your controls at the back. It's very simple. Turn it on. you got to... And it's, it's got a gas gauge in the back. It, it, anyway, very simple stuff. Take this speaker and the little transmitter that we developed first for the guitar, okay? This allows a guitar player to play his guitar straight into his computer. Oh, so you're holding up for those listening on the radio, not yet seeing the video at IntoTomorrow.com, a little USB device. Looks like a, a little bit larger USB thumb drive. Mm-hmm. So we developed that as a, as a tool for the guitar players. And by the way, we have recording studios using this right now to capture what's coming off of the pickup of the, of the instrument in high quality. Cool. With a different piece of software and the same hardware, now I can plug this into my MacBook, my PC, Anything that uses a Type A, and then by the way, we have a host of adapters, so you can plug it into everything. It works with uh, any mobile phone. It works with iPhones. It works with uh, Android phones. Now you can transmit from your digital storage of your of your music and get it to now. Get this, up to four of our speakers at the same time from that transmitter. Okay. Nice. And that's a different that's a differentiator from any of the technologies that people are used to. Number one, we're di- we're shipping the audio out twenty four bit uncompressed audio. Okay. Yeah. So you're delivering that quality that the musicians originally anticipated and expected their audience to hear. And expected the audience to hear. And then you can go to, like I said, up to four endpoints at once, and then the range that we get with our wireless connective device is quite extraordinary. It goes well beyond Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. You know, you see the, the, the large demo room that we're in here. We're in the second floor of a brick and glass and steel office building. Uh, I can place my speakers anywhere in this building and, trans- and, and send audio from my, our demo room here. Okay. Very cool. Very good. Very good range. So this, the S1 gets you in at the entry level. It has interesting features 
there's a switch in the back that will let you uh, build your system, if you will, like a Lego blocks. You can just, a lot of people will buy one of these and, and it comes with the tra- with the gig bag, if you will. Some my musicians call them gig bags. We yeah. call them carry bags. <laughs> and uh, then you can travel around with it, have it wherever you want. You have stereo. And with the switch in the center position, you actually get true stereo. You get left and right and, it, and you can actually hear channel separation. Very, very high quality. And by the way, each of our speakers contains also a state-of-the-art amplifier that we design that matches to our wireless. Oh, very nice. Even better. Now, I'm assuming that this whole S-series, like the one you're showing us, uh, not only sound great and work very well in a home environment as well, um, and it makes me kind of wonder, how does it compare to things like Sonos and, and that kind of product? Right. So one of the things, and you'll find that I'm very careful about how I, I I don't disparage anybody else's products or things. And Sonos has built a quite a successful company. But what we've done differently is we're truly wireless. You don't have to be on a home network. You don't have to be on a Wi-Fi network. Sonos, we tell people anything that utilizes Wi-Fi as the background is not truly a wireless network, okay, mm-hmm. really. you got to be hooked up to the router. You're tethered there, number one. Number two, we deliver the audio from our little transmitter in the timely manner, and it's a guaranteed delivery of the audio in that timely manner. Once you go on a Wi-Fi network, you, you, it's, de- it's not deterministic. You don't know when it's actually going to hit, and there's a lot of work that has to be done to coordinate those speakers. You don't have any of that with our system. And how are they comparative uh, price-wise? So they're very similar in the, uh, the marketing team has defined a whole product line for us, okay? So we have the S1s that I showed you. We move up the line, and our, I would invite people to look at audality.com. All these products are up there, and you can see them. So the S1 is our entry level, and that's $399.95. Comes with the transmitter and adapters, and it's 100-watt amp in this box. 100 watts in that little speaker enclosure. Yeah, and, you know, wow. we talk about it. It's, you know, the funny thing about all of that, you being in audio, you never really use anywhere near Oh, that of course not, wattage, no. Okay? You just don't. And if you Our do, your ears are bleeding. Very, very yeah. efficient. Because of the amplifiers we design, and they design, and we design and run on batteries, This these speakers will run all weekend anywhere you are, playing at any level you want. And they'll put out over 100 dB of sound pressure, even on our little guy. Okay. Wow. So the watts don't really tell the story. People like to talk about 100 watts of music power and all. That's fine. The real thing that people hear when they play it, they say, that sounds huge. And it does. Okay. Yeah. So that's our entry level. We, we did not want to place it. We do not compete with the cheap Bluetooth speakers if you want that then you should go buy that. Okay? Yeah, because then this you're getting you cheap Bluetooth speakers. audio delivered. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then the next up the line, we'll have, we have an S3 that you can see in the back. That's got a six-inch driver. And when once you move to the S3, uh, you move into our line into something that we really love, and that's our ribbon tweeters get introduced to the mix. Okay? Uh-huh. The S3 has the same features as the S1, it has a larger main driver that's six and a half inches. It introduces you to our four-inch ribbon, which is a very beautiful. I love ribbon tweeters. I've been I've been building guitar amps and speakers for forty something years, 
and, and the ribbon got done right is something special. Then you move up the line to the S5, which is the larger box below the S3 back here. The S5 has a 10-inch driver. The S5 then has our 4-inch tweeter, but now you have a 225-watt audio capability. The S5s, we have successfully used outdoors for events quite well. They really project. And let's face it, everybody wants more power, okay? Yeah, of course. So that's what the S5 yeah. does for you. Terrific. And that, yeah. And then so the S1 is at 399 The S3 is a 599 The S5 moves you to 899 And then what we have now is our, our um, I would say, our top-of-the-line speaker for now is the S7. And that's the three-way you see back there. And that three-way is in several recording studios right now. And it's actually being used to produce a music right now because of the purity of the sound. That gives you a 225-watt amplifier. All of our products are battery-powered. Now, when they're in the home, you can leave them plugged in to the little small charger we have. That's fine. But they're all designed to run autonomous, totally wireless. And you can run uh, S7s for 10, 12 hours straight on one battery charge. Very nice. And we're fast running out of time, but I wanted to make sure and, and, and at least get this in. Do you also have subwoofers? Because you've got all these great speakers and ribbon tweeters and so forth. What are you doing for bass? Well, the S7, the S5 and the S7 in particular have very large bass. Of okay? course. But stay tuned. <laughs> I love it. Uh, see, a, a man after my heart there with all <laughs> all verbiage audio. I love it. Uh, Paul is the founder and CEO of Audality. And, of course, visit audality.com. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I love your your animation, your ability to show and talk about the products. And we'll get you back on soon because we will stay tuned. Thank you very much. Good to have you. It's our pleasure. Intotomorrow.com, and we'll be back with more bringing you further into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network, visit us at intotomorrow.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-510-0338. Here's another Into Tomorrow, we hope, fun tech tidbit for you. Facebook causes you to overestimate how happy your friends are and, in turn, makes you more depressed. That's part of their algorithm. Reason number 426 why social media is bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Yet you can find us on social media as well, and I hope you do. 
hey, that's what I want for my birthday because it's this weekend, is everybody follow us on social media. And it's very easy to do. Facebook, of course, Into Tomorrow. Um, for me, it's at Dave Graveline, as it is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Parler and everything else that I'm not on. But I am on all those. So, sure. And if you mention the show, I'll follow you back. Because I do get a lot of followers and stuff. I'm, I'm at the 5,000 limit almost with Facebook, so I'm having to be somewhat selective. So if you mention that, you know, we were former police buddies when I was on the department, okay, that usually gets you a friend. Or if you mention Into Tomorrow or you listen to the show or whatever, that'll get you in as well. And that's a good thing, yeah? So mm-hmm. I've, I can friend you and follow you back as well? See, and I'm almost at my personally set uh, 300 limit on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Because, you know. I make it a point to actually know everybody that I'm friends with on Facebook. But you can find Chris at Chris Graveline on Facebook and yeah. tell him you hear him and you like his This Week in Tech history pieces. And then he has to friend you or I will fire him. But you can't find me on Instagram. You can't find me on Twitter. You can't yeah. find me. Uh, well, I mean, I have a, a parlor at, you know, real Chris Graveline, but I've never used it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a fake Chris Graveline? Everybody wants to be a fake Chris Graveline. Oh, I see how that goes. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, in the event that you weren't sure, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And the real Chris Graveline. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text radio to 35,000 for more info. Again, text the word radio to 35000. Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. history. Here's Chris. Dave's voice is almost history, but he's not, thank God, at least now. This week in 1842, Dave Graveline was born. What? Hey, oh, hey, that's not nice. I mean, this week in Dave Graveline was born. Yeah. yeah, I feel like 100, especially after the month of the Rona in the hospital. Uh-huh. That Boy, that was that grow. I swear I, I aged 10 years in that one month. Well, you don't look a day over 90. Yeah. Thanks. That makes me feel good. Isn't uh, today's 90 the new 40? Sure. I'm going to go with that. I'm not 90, but, you know, okay. Okay. This week in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell rang up a patent for his invention, the telephone. I see what you did. That's so funny. I'm kind of clever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It was an invention, incidentally, that almost bankrupted his company in the beginning. Just a few days later, Bell sent the first clear telephone message. I'd rather kill myself than use dial-up service. (laughs) Oh, well, it was phone-related. Yeah. (laughs) Just a few days later, Bell sent the first clear telephone message into a nearby room to his assistant, Mr. Watson. Mr. Watson, come here. I want you, were the first words spoken into the telephone that Bell had created. Speaking of telephone, in 1891, Alman Stroger, an undertaker in Topeka, Kansas, patented the Stroger switch, a device which led to the automation of telephone circuit switching. And he did this because uh, people trying to reach him for his services, their calls by the operator were being routed to his competitor, who happened to be the operator's husband. Interesting. So he put the operator out of a job. That's a good reason to invent something. Yes. In 1961, Sputnik 9 successfully launched, carrying a dog and a human dummy named Ivan Ivanovich, along with some mice and a guinea pig. The launch demonstrated that the Soviet Union was ready to begin human spaceflight. In 1979, Philips demonstrated the compact disc publicly for the first time. At the time of the technology's introduction to the market in 1982, a CD could store much more data than a personal computer hard disk drive, which at the time typically only held about 10 megabytes. And this week in 1989, Sir Tim Berners-Lee submitted his proposal to CERN for an information management system, which would be developed into what we know now as the World Wide Web. 
That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer electronics and home appliances. For more info, visit ifa-berlin.com. And if all goes well, which means if the EU lets us in and the United States lets us back, <laughs> so far, so good. We will be in person at this year's IFA. It'll be our 18th year broadcasting from there. And was there no question about the U.S. letting us out? Because I think they probably want us out as fast as possible. <laughs> no. I'd like to think not. And I'd like to think we won't have any trouble getting back into our own country. That's true. Meet us at intotomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you're tuned into tomorrow. It's our 26th year on the air this is the weekend of Friday, March 5th. If you're looking for our show notes, that tells you how to visit us at intotomorrow.com and hear all three hours if you should have missed any. And, of course, see our show notes, maybe hear your call again or for the first time and participate that way. That's really important. We do want to hear from you. And hearing you is the key. What's the best way to participate? With our uh, free Into Tomorrow app. There's a little button in there, Message to Studio, which will allow you to record a message, send it right to us. It sounds like you're sitting here with us. There you go. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, snag our app. Or you could call 800-899-4686, which is 800-899-INTO-247-365. We do nothing but sit by the phone and let our recording answer. You don't know how true that is. <laughs> yeah. And let our recording answer. <laughs> Eddie in Mississippi listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey there. Hey, guys. I am looking for a programmable solar panel for my wireless camera. I want it to be able to follow the sun, given my location, time of year. I haven't been able to find one yet. Hope you guys can give me an answer. If someone doesn't make one, I just gave someone a million-dollar idea, and they can send me the residuals from it. If they do, would you please let me know what it is and if it's affordable? Thanks, guys. Well, we'll give you an answer. I don't know if it's the right one, but we do our best to give you an answer, Eddie. You won't find anything quite like that for a panel as small as what you'd use for a camera. Dual and single-access automatic tilting systems do exist, and they're commonly used, but they use some of the energy produced to power the motors that tilt the cameras, and they greatly increase the cost of the panels. Yeah, they are mainly used for much larger panels. Think more of like a power plant or the roof of a factory than a small camera. 
Yeah, uh, sun tracking systems can be so expensive and panels these days so inexpensive that people often opt to just buy a couple of extra panels to catch the sun from more angles rather than to install an automatic tilting system. Now, if you want to buy a basic, small, dual-access tracking controller and actuator, you can find some online for around five or $600, but unless you have a pretty big panel for your camera, it probably won't really be worth the investment. Yeah, but Eddie, kudos to you for trying to do what you're trying to do. It sounds cool, but I think the best bet is a couple extra panels and just keep things powered different angles so you can hopefully always get some sun. What do you think? Do let us know at 800-899-INTO or the free Into Tomorrow app.